Well, we're going to have to talk about some travel, mm-hmm. some yep, TV, yep. Uh-huh. some video games even, maybe. I, if we I've, even get I've time. I've got one or two. If we have time. But we gotta get we got to get going. Speaking of going, uh, the wind here is going, and that's why I'm late. I apologize. Uh, I don't know if either of you have it, but it is rattling the house. No, it seems to be. Uh, it seems to be pretty quiet over here, and we're not that far from you. No, that is true. The only current rattling in this house is related to sports. So, no. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> There's multiple sports games happening as we attempt to record this podcast and is the Dodgers cheering or yelling is the Dodgers going yes Yes. it is scoreless halfway through okay I didn't watch any sports tonight I finished the second season of Ted Lasso yesterday though that was good yeah okay do we want to record this thing We want to record this thing. 280? Yep. Yeah. I've returned. Welcome Hello. back. Michael, welcome back to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it, was a, it was a near thing. It was a near miss. I was, uh... <laughs> hi. Hello. We, 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 we all return to whence we came this podcast, where we and we were birthed. No. For our friend. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I. My brain is still recovering from having been on a beach. Still on uh, island time. Yeah, I'm still. I definitely. I don't know what happened. Going. I forced myself to do the thing. I don't know if you got. Well, Michael, you had a three hour time shift recently. Yeah. Uh. So it's the same direction on island time. Uh. Just in reverse. You know, three hour time shift. Uh. And going. West for me was easy. It was like no problem. Coming back has been a little bit tougher. That's always uh, how it is. It is mm-hmm. literally every single east, time going was, one direction. Going yeah, going west is always easier than going east. That's my opinion. Yeah, and yeah. I just like a period. It, when I've been to long distances west to like Japan, Korea, China. Way easier to adjust going yeah. that direction than coming back. Coming Your back adrenaline just brutal. Ugh, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, Michael, we're going to talk about your near miss in a second uh, with your return. But I want to say something to you that you will appreciate before I forget. Okay. I flew on an A321neo. Really? How was that? I, that is the quietest airplane I have ever been in. <laughs> And I mean that wholeheartedly. I mean, I I brought head like noise canceling in ear buds that mm-hmm. have active noise cancellation, and we yep. flew out on a. I think it was a seven thirty seven. I don't remember what mark it was, but it was loud. You know, like it yeah. needed all that noise canceling. Uh, it was in a normal jet when you're on a jet. It, there's still noise on a neo, but it is noticeably quiet inside the cabin was the plane full 
Uh, so going, it was half empty, and returning was full. Hmm. Yeah, because I have been on a seven eighty seven, and it is still loud. I felt. I did yeah, not so I think feel that it was quiet. Michael would be able to clarify, but I think the A three twenty one Neo is a next gen uh, engine airplane. I think so. Yeah, uh, there's, there's the supposed, engines are just quieter. They're supposed to be much quieter engines. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It was it was noticeably quiet. It was like standing. Anyway, that's that's uh you know I want to talk about something on the airplane. So we didn't have an entertainment center. Michael, did you have an entertainment center? Uh, we did actually. We you mean in the in the back of the seat in front of yeah, you? Uh huh. Exactly. Yes, we did on all all of our flights. I think all of our flights. Okay, so we did a three-hour no connection, and Hawaiian Airlines has decided uh, they will give you a USB cable and uh, a series of different interlocking mechanisms that can hold any sized eye device, <laughs> depending on okay. how you ar- how you arrange these interlocking <laughs> mechanisms. So, like, if you lift this one thing, it'll hold your phone. If you lift two things, it'll hold a tablet, a bigger tablet, a smaller phone, a bigger phone. You know what I mean? It's got, like, four different settings. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then you just plug into the seat and the seat's got power. And then you use an app to connect to the Wi-Fi on the plane, which connects you to the in-flight entertainment system. I see. And then there's a bunch of movies there. Apple. Yeah. You play. So I, right. I got idea. to uh, I got to watch Minari, which was interesting. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, that's a good movie. I, OK, so you saw that. Uh, yes. I liked all of it. But the the. The first nine tenths feels like the whole movie, and then you you still have a, like fifteen minutes left at the end where you're like, now what? Now what's yeah. gonna happen? There's a little bit more. How <laughs> uh, how great is the grandmother though? She's really good. Oh man, she's really good. Uh, she's she's fantastic. And this is not the only Korean thing we're gonna talk about today, by the way. Uh, Mark put a pin in that. Uh, and then I watched News of the World on the way back, which is Tom Hanks, which is great. Um, nice. But yeah, it was like weird to not have an entertainment thing, but also to have it, right? You just had to have their app, uh, which they vehemently implored that you download before you got on the plane. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure. I bet the internet speed is not great. Yeah. Uh, but so, uh, so we're watching movies, right? And I'm watching it on, I have one of the bigger, I have the max iPhone size, which is not bad. Um, in terms of watching a movie when the thing is right in front of you, you guys on the flight back, I had to watch a person in front of me watch an entire movie in portrait mode. They Ooh. didn't turn their phone sideways. Why would you do that to yourself? And it was one of the little phones. It wasn't like a max size. It was, I just wanted to go up to them and be like, why are you doing this? How can I help you solve this problem? You know, some people just want to watch the world burn, man. I don't know. I couldn't handle it. I, I physically couldn't. I had to switch seats. I couldn't stare at it anymore. Yeah, they want to watch it burn <laughs> in a real small aspect ratio. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's funny that you... One low-res GIF of the world burning, and that's all they got. Yeah, they can't see any of it. it who's that in the picture? Is that uh, which Joker? I don't know. Okay, sorry. What was It was funny that I said what? No, it's funny that you mentioned the entertainment centers because I realized that... that airlines are probably making a little extra money off of people these days so as we were taking off on our second flight coming back here um coming back home 
I noticed at least half a dozen people around me stop the st- the flight attendant and ask if they could buy a pair of headphones. Yeah, because that the in-flight on entertainment mm-hmm. only had, um, you know, the the jack headphones, and oh. a lot of people have the have earbuds. So uh, interesting. Well, we watched this happen on our flight as well. And they had to have multiple sets of headphones because people with iPhones needed the the lightning cable headphone connectors. Oh. So that someone next to me bought headphones and was and they were like, Oh yeah, that'd be four dollars. And then they come back with the headphones and she's like, Oh, you have an iPhone, I'll be right back. And she comes back later with other headphones that were It was interesting too. Ah, uh, yes. I continue to be vindicated for purchasing a phone that remains to have a headphone jack. <laughs> <laughs> I've switched to the, um, not AirPods, but that style of untethered, dual in-ear Bluetooth headphones. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that sync to each other and then sync to the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am very, there are many brands out there. Do your own research. I'm not saying you need to buy Apple AirPods. Many brands are cheaper. I bought a Danish brand, for instance. Uh, do your own work on that, but uh, those types of things are really good, I think, and they're. I'm glad that they're getting better and better. Yeah, oh, I've got a pair. I have wireless. It's pretty good. Yeah, I have wireless earbuds too. I'm not gonna like say that those are bad. I had wired the headphone jack continues to prove pay dividends. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it paid dividends on our camping trip when Michael had it the other time. Uh, Michael. Yeah. What you got? What happened with your planes, man? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like the better question is what happened with Southwest? I, that is continuing to be a question, I think, and not one that I actually know that I want the answer to. Yeah, they have been super tight-lipped about it, uh, so people are, are mostly just speculating. But as to our story, we, um, I, I'll, I'll preface it by saying this. We got saved two extra days of being stuck where we were thanks to staying up late and watching college football. So let this be a lesson to you <laughs> listeners. Always watch the late game. Yeah, hey, people, stay up and watch that late game anyway. There's a lot of good teams that play up there, you know? It's like the West Coast teams get shafted in the rankings because people don't watch the late game. Watch the late game. Yeah. Uh, so we were watching one of the late games, uh, and we're up till about 1 a.m., and I was standing in the bathroom brushing my teeth uh, and my wife knocks on the door and walks in uh, with just this look on her face and shows me her phone that's has just received a text saying that our flight in 12 hours has been canceled. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering when you texted this, if it was an auto generated cancel where like, oh, well, this just the way the schedule worked out. But then... uh yeah, the 2,000 canceled flights over the weekend proved that yeah. wasn't it. <laughs> we At first, we thought it was just something that had happened to us. So we were scrambling, managed to find um, a couple of seats on some Delta flights. So we took two different flights to get to Atlanta, and then we're on the same flight back home from Atlanta. That's so weird. Yeah. Crazy. But the the same thing happened to my sister, except they didn't get a text message until... 4.30 in the morning, long past the point where they had gone to bed. So they are stuck until tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Damn, dude. Hopefully. Hopefully it's just tomorrow. Yikes. Uh, 
I don't know what to say other than I hope they get home. It's just, it's so, that's so crazy, especially that you had to go to another airline to solve the problem, which is unusual. Yeah. You know, but we did. So, uh, so one thing that does kind of raise an eyebrow is from our experience and from talking to other people in the airport, because there were lots of people in the airport who were trying to book on, on different flights. Um, it sounds like Southwest was just automatically handing out refunds to people. Yeah. It's just, so it's which been doesn't... my experience, at least in situations like that. I have had a flight canceled on me. It wasn't as bad as used because it was it canceled in the middle of the day and we were like right there to start rebooking. But they were like the people on well, we called immediately, right? And then we're like trying to rebook. And the people on the phone were super like you want a refund? What do you want? Like, what do you want? Rebook, rebook a flight, money back. What's your deal? Like they were just like handing it out. It was clear that something is bad. So it seems at least some of the airlines are good about that. This was also Southwest, I guess, to be clear. Nice. So that's good that they were. And so then they let you rebook you. They refunded you and you just rebooked on Delta yourself or they rebooked you. No. So Southwest doesn't doesn't play nice like some of the other airlines do. They tend to not rebook people on other airlines. They tried to rebook us on Southwest. Um, they sent us, a, you know, they sent us a here's the next flight we could get you on. But we didn't feel like waiting until Tuesday. I'm going to go with no thanks on that one. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So we no, we uh, we took matters into our own hands. Why? Yeah, I bet you're glad you did. So you're not stuck. I mean, just yeah. Yeah, man, what a bummer. Well, at least you got into Orange County before they uh, closed that airport. Yeah, well, that was the other thing. So we get on our second flight in Atlanta to come back here, and we're you know we're sitting on the the plane. They they shut the doors, and we're sitting on the tarmac, not moving for a few minutes. And the pilot comes on the PA and says they're having a little bit of trouble with the ramp for loading luggage. They still have about 130 bags to go. Oh, it's going to be another 20 to 30 minutes. An hour later. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that was bad. You know, we were supposed to get in at 10 o'clock. We lost an hour. The Orange County Airport closes at 11 o'clock. Yeah, you really got to book it at that point. Yeah, and right before we, right before they were, well, the the pilot came on again about forty five minutes in and said, uh, due to some weather in the Midwest, we were going to have to to course correct just a little bit to the north to avoid some of the worst bumpiness. But it also meant that we had to wait for a fuel crew to come by and top us off with a little extra fuel. So I joked that it was going to be a race between the fuel crew and the bag crew to see who could get done (laughs) first. Because they still had like 40 bags at that point. Wow. Uh, Well, our woes are over in terms of travel. Good to be home. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's nice to be home. I mean, I would stay on the beach forever, but it's nice to be home. Oh, yeah. I I would hang out with family if I didn't have to come back to work. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I listened to your little episode and I have things to say. Uh-oh. Our no. little episode? No, just I'm joking cuz you said I was going to call you out on your rankings for visions. But I did when I knew you when I saw 
that you were going to do it, I went through and I finished the last two episodes of Visions. And then before listening to yours, I just sort of scattershot ranked them as quickly as I could. Oh, okay. So a, sl- okay. a slightly untainted list. I love it. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then I compared and I thought it was very funny. I basically transposed the Elder and Lop because I liked the Elder way less than you guys and I liked Lop and Ocho way more than you guys. Okay. Uh, and then I put Akakiri really low. But I had the duel at the top and Village Bride. Okay. The Village yeah. Bride is just... Man... I like the duel a lot because of the Kurosawa-ness of it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and it just drew me in visually, and I, I can't get it out of my head how beautiful it was, and how the the twist is a twist that ends the the short, right? Where it's like, oh, he's just using the red. Well, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but the twist at the end is not a twist that's like, and there's a whole nother story here. It's like, well, there's 50 other stories, but they're all independent and you don't need to know them, right? Like, you already know everything you need to know about that Jedi. Yeah. Which yeah. is great, I thought. Um, I think that that, I, one was, that one was a great one to kick off. Yeah. I mean, it was think, great in general. I think the duel has some of the most striking, like, moments and images. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, you can't go wrong. Uh, well, Two Again. two things I didn't hear you guys mention though. I watched them all in Japanese. What did you guys watch them in? I watched in English. So I watched them subtitled, yeah, in Japanese. Oh, okay. I was curious if you had both watched them in English and then I had watched them in Japanese, if that's why we ended up in different rankings, but Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And then the other thing was uh you didn't mention that everyone in there said I had a bad feeling about this in every single episode. <laughs> oh, I don't think I noticed that. I, th- I think I th- because I split them up, I didn't really catch it. I think it's that. And like maybe one other line is a, is a few other times, but I'm pretty sure in every single one, someone says I have a bad feeling about this. There definitely was stuff in every episode where people would be doing something. And then they do a like, I caught references to Star Wars movies in every single one. Oh, right? absolutely. Sure. I yeah. don't think I caught the, I have a bad feeling about this in every single one, but I definitely caught one where it's like, they said something. It's like, okay, like you just, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, of course you do princess or whatever. It's like, okay, yeah. like, yeah. yes, I get it. You're Star Wars. I know. And then like they jump in a car and you hear the Tatooine speeder noise yeah. or whatever and you're just like okay guys i get it they gave you the effects library and you want to use it i but think like i think it's like in some of the instances it took me out of the story it's like that's not what the sound should be here come on <laughs> i yeah. think it's just like one of those things where it's like they got full access to the to the the toy bin for the first time right mm-hmm. and uh you got to make use of all of it so the next round of these will be much less irreferential in that way or you know, if they are referential, more like the um, what was it the uh, the rock the rock stars one where it's like Tatooine Rhapsody, Tatooine yep. Rhapsody, yeah, where it's connected. But they were good. I enjoyed all of them. Um, Toby Toby one T zero B one, not my favorite. Yeah, 
Yeah. I think we didn't enjoy it too much either, right? It was not our not our I, favorites either. I think that some people, especially people that like Astro Boy, would really like that. That's very much an Astro Boy thing. Definitely. Uh, Astro Boy was also not really my thing, though. So, like, it's just one of yeah. those, like, this isn't my particularly my taste. I'm over here nodding my head vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, just... run us, Andy, run us through your, your rankings then. Oh, okay. I, I have close... I of course closed the list, so you're gonna have to wait a second. How do I? Hmm. How do I undo? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't remember how I undo. Dang. Undo. Like there we go. Shift. There it is. No, I was. It was my list was on my phone. Top oh, to bottom okay. or bottom to top? Bottom to top. Akakiri, which was which was the one where he turned Sith at the end. Yep. Yep. I just was like, eh, I don't care. Okay. It, Fair. I That was the thing of, like, if it had grabbed me for wanting a sequel, I was like, eh. And then T-Zero-B-1, uh, The Elder, just because I felt like it was... I mean, I think you guys said that these are in tiers. So, like, my tier here, this is my bottom three, is, like, the bottom tier, and then I like the rest of them all. Uh, and these I still liked watching, but I just wouldn't care to watch more of, you know, that was my tear break. So like Akakiri, T0B1 and the elder, I'm like, I'm good on those. I don't need to see more. But like, if you did sequels to any of these other ones, I would watch them. That was how I broke the tears. And then, uh, so then going bottom to the top Rhapsody, Twins, Lapinocho, Ninth Jedi, Village Bride Duel. Okay. I think as Michael and I both said, really the like top four or five in our rankings are good enough that I wouldn't be mad at anyone for picking it as their favorite. Yeah. No, they're they all have staying power and they were all very interesting. And the characters were developed better and better as I went up the list, I think. Anywho I also watched uh, another thing in another language that I wanted to shout out because it's like the thing on Netflix right now. I bet you can guess. It's extremely easy to guess with that <laughs> intro. Uh-huh. I watched all of Squid Game. Are you on board like everybody else is? Hmm. I think it's incomplete, but it's good. If you if you look at it and you're like, I'm semi-interested in watching that, you should probably watch it. If you liked Battle Royale, you should probably watch it. Yeah. I was going to say, please don't spoil things. I'm almost certainly going to watch it eventually. I will not spoil anything for you. Um, the best part of it, JJ, is the things that could get spoiled. Yeah. I, so, like, avoid that part. The, the part that isn't the best part of it is that I can see why maybe it took a long time to develop it. Um, And maybe if you are going to watch it, I'll kind of leave it there. Um, Because I don't want to get... general premise already, so that's not going to spoil it. Okay, well, the, the general premise is well developed and the, the, what the, most of the episodes deal with the game, right? And, Mm -hmm. and what it, is and how violent it is and all these different versions of it and and every single the meat of the show right like the hot dog of the show is very good 
the middle section of this from like episode two to episode eight really are are page turners that you want to just keep watching uh the bun is like ralph's bun you know you went you went and you got boar's head sausage but then you just stuck it in a ralph's bun right like maybe you should have spent up for something with sesame seeds okay i just feel like that the wrapper around it maybe was light have you watched other korean drama stuff ever yes not extensively so uh to me i'm just curious if you had context there because it's different right it is very different and it definitely falls into the korean drama and korean horror uh franchise model i would say and i don't know how the right way to say that is like if you are into that model of filmmaking then you will love this i very much like it uh i don't think that it is like ground shatteringly good but it is it is engrossing okay i'm like i said i'm probably gonna watch it so i think you should i know you're a big battle royale fan Uh, i am a big battle royale fan and then noted battle royale enjoyer (laughs) the movie and the book i guess not i know that that's japanese and this is korean and you'll have a very different vibe Mm mm-hmm from the actors because of that um and i think this is better maybe than battle royale so then here's my next question andrew did you watch it subtitled or dubbed i watched it subbed i did not watch it dubbed there is there is controversy shockingly i mean not shockingly obviously about the subtitle and dub differences and people are sort of saying like, hey, seems like maybe the dub didn't do such a good job in conveying the meaning here where the subtitles did a way better job. I learned my lesson early on with Korean films that you should probably watch the subtitles. <laughs> uh, I mean, even if you have a good ear also, you can even hear that the subs are not entirely accurate either. I'm, I mean, there's this is um, squid game is the hot thing. And so, yeah, there's been tons of posts on the internet about people comparing the translations and, you know, native speakers of both languages looking at it and being like, yeah, yeah this and the other thing and whatever. Right. You can tell sometimes they're slanging, especially people's names because they yeah. don't, they use like a different name for them. And then in the subtitle, it's their full name. And you're like, that's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just me picking it up. And I don't, I don't speak Korean so right like it's the thing like yeah i know and again i only know this mostly from anime but like where they use a different honorific or whatever on the person's name not even that sometimes like one of the characters similar idea right but like they have a slang word for old person and Uh, they call them a boomer instead of where this the oh they definitely use the word boomer in this by the way and it comes out in english (laughs) no no so i'm saying in the the specific instances that I'm talking about, there's some Korean slang word, and I don't know what the word yeah, is. Yeah. And it's like basically like, you know, old person essentially. Mm-hmm. And the, the subtitle calls it a, calls them a boomer, which conveys that opinion of like, you know, sort of a derogatory term for sure. an older person. Whereas the sub or the sub or wait, dub, call, dub. the dub they, yeah. call, calls them an old man. And that doesn't have that same opinion. Yeah. Right. The sub is definitely better. What I'm saying is like, sometimes you're going to miss uh, jokes a little bit that are made in Korean about like, Sure. Uh, like where this, I, I didn't look this up, but I caught this. Like they, they are making jokes sometimes about where people are from. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but they in the subs will still just say their name. Oh yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so there's some of that is lost, but like, it's still gotta be better than the dub. Uh, I mean, just, it just is gonna be, um, that's cool. It's good. It's really good. There's, I don't want to spoil some stuff, but like, okay, let's not, let's talk talk about about it again. Once you watch it, 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 since you're going to watch it, um, it may be a while, but I will eventually watch it. That's cool. Yeah. I don't think it's one of those things that you need to run out and see, even though it's the number one thing on Netflix. The, the, the spoilers are not like earth shattering or anything, but anyway, me, the guy who is not run out to do watch anything in the last like five years is not going to be tempted to go do that. So don't worry. (laughs) There are, there's like twists in it. There are like that you, you being a person that has watched movies before and also knows Korean drama will be like, I know this person is doing this, even though they're not showing me. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and they do a good job of hiding it or waiting to reveal it until after you're kind of like, oh, I get maybe I was wrong. I don't think so. And then you'd be like, oh, no, I was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But then sometimes they'll take the twist and they'll like leave it as like a like a it's not a cliffhanger. It's just like a hanging Chad sort of thing where you're like, ah, you didn't answer that all the way. Come on. Anyway, that might be the the farthest I want to go on talking about that since you're going to watch it. Okay. That's very topical of this show. Good job. <laughs> I tried. The mainstream. I, tried. I tried. Speaking of mainstream, can we talk about uh, Super Smash Brothers for a second? Okay. It happened while I was on vacation and you guys didn't text me immediately. Did Did we... Did we not? Sora is the last fighter in Super Smash Brothers, you guys. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we discussed that right away. I no. think you might have just been lying on a beach. No. I think you maybe didn't read all the texts in the uh, there or something. I got a text I from Ryan. No, I have no opinion because it's Sora. Who cares? Oh man, you're so heartless. I'm gonna oh, insert yeah, and, rim rim shot. Rim shot. And we're done. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, uh are you are you happy with that Andrew? Is that who you wanted as the final character? Dude, I'm so glad. Uh I didn't really care to begin with, but when it got down to the last fighter, I was like, please just give these people this one win. Like, it doesn't affect me at all, but I know that like 90% of the people that love Smash would really be happy if that's the way this thing goes out. Andrew, are you going to be okay with your kids knowing what Kingdom Hearts is? I don't know how to answer that question. (laughs) This is the gateway to them wanting to play Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) They certainly made it that way, right? With adding the games to Switch at the same time. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. The wheels of the marketing spin. They've been obviously working on this character for a long time. It's been a question of if they could ever get the rights. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I, imagine it was a bunch of lawyers sitting around trying to figure stuff out. I bet he has been in development as long as the rumors and just lawyers all the time, you know? Uh, I, unless there's other TV to talk about. What if we 
talked about some Marvel. What if? What? Oh, what if we talked about what if? Uh, I don't know. Is that allowed? Will the don't watcher allow us? I don't. What's the rules now? What's, I mean, he can't step in to stop us. Like, can't he? Or can he? Can he? <laughs> uh, spoilers for what if the Marvel show on the animated Disney Plus. Just fair warning, because I don't. Yeah. I don't think you All can get them. around it. Because the best no. episodes are the end of the the thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, we, got, we got to say uh, we're gonna spoil everything about potentially every single episode because even though it seemed like an anthology show, guess what? It's not. Yeah. Now, to be fair to you guys, I still have not finished Loki. We are halfway through it. Uh, okay. So, I have a feeling. I don't. I don't think that will come to bear too much. Okay. Yeah. Say I don't think I had anything relevant to that show to say here anyway. So I might once I finish Loki. We'll see. It might end up on uh, Ken's Not- Ken's doorstep because I have some questions. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't think at least. Well, we'll see. I guess anything yeah. is possible. Anything's possible. Uh, speaking of anything being possible, how cool is Ultron with a bunch of Infinity stuff? That's pretty cool as far as uh, villains go. I kind of wish they had gotten James Spader. Was he the original voice? Yes. Yes. And this this is Ross Marcand, who does voices a lot, and he's in The Walking Dead, and he's a very good actor. But he just doesn't have that deep weight to his... Not his voice as much as, like, his line... Like... When James Spader delivers a line as Ultron, you kind of win that movie where like, huh, let me think about what he's saying right there. Right? Like, <laughs> is there something so, deep happening here? Did you feel that way about the others sound alike and or not exactly very alikes that they got? They they were less impactful, I guess, maybe. Steve Rogers didn't matter as much. T'Challa? T'Challa was him. Yeah, it was. That was him. Oh, that was okay. Chadwick Boseman. That was Chadwick Boseman. Okay, I thought they had a sound alike for him in the last couple, but I guess Oh, I did did he that. not finish? I no, thought he did the whole he thing. He was he was still in the credits even in the last episode. Okay. I am Yeah. Uh, and um Doctor Strange was Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yep. they did get some of the people. And, and I, I think Natalie Portman had some lines. Yep. I you uh, could tell. I mean, you could tell Thor wasn't Thor. Talking to the Winter Soldier was her Yeah, Kat they Denning? had a they had, Kat Denning yeah, was in Kat it. Yeah. They got Mark Ruffalo. They got Tom Hiddleston. I really wish they had gotten Thor. Because you know what one, they should have done. That one hurt a little. They bit. should have had Paul Bettany voicing Ultron. They could have done that. Yeah, because he was the cool. Ultron version of. He, he was the Vision, Vision version right? of Ultron. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. I'd have been down but with they didn't that do too. That either. No. Wait, they did have Hemsworth. No, Hemsworth yeah, they did. Hemsworth did not do the final Thor. Dr- uh, party Party Boy Thor? I don't think so. I don't see anybody else listed as voicing Thor. Really? Yeah. He really put a number in on his voice there. If he yeah, did I was going to say, I thought it was someone else. I, I thought it was think. a sound alike because he... Yeah, 
I mean, he's listed as the Thor voice for this episode. Wow. Wow. Okay. He really, he really. The man has range. He yeah. point breaks himself that? real good. <laughs> he, he, I was going to say, he went full Keanu on that he one. He did. He totally did. I, he fooled me. Seriously fooled me. I, I'm agreeing. I, it was shocking to me. I kind of thought he was the guy. I didn't know he was. Wow. wow. Uh, okay. So in terms of like the alternate characters, right? Who do we like best and who do we like least? I think I, despite Party Boy Thor being oh, it wasn't like Scarjo, incredibly. Right? Oh yeah, no, it wasn't. That no. was def- That one was a little distracting. I think Party Boy Thor is kind of up there in terms of like the character. I really liked him, man. He's just like so unbelievably like strong and dumb, just the like epitome of like idiot party guy. I love like, his fight with Captain Marvel was great. Where they're just oh, like, okay, yeah, let's just keep really going. <laughs> Whatever. So okay. Good. He does the hammer thing where he drops. That was good. Yeah. Party Boy Thor was very well written. It was it was interesting to see all the characters that you thought were kind of like gone come back, like Captain Carter and mm-hmm. uh T'Challa and a bunch of other, you know, I mean even the zombie Wanda. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. they wanted showing up there randomly. It was kind of interesting um, how they kind of like worked it all back in. And it re- like realigned my opinion of maybe if we were going to see other people again. Yeah, certainly know. you get that. The the like redemption arc for mega evil Doctor Strange there at the end. Dude. So good. Mega evil Doctor Strange. They did get yeah. Paul Bettany to do Jarvis in two episodes of this. That's what I was saying. He was in some stuff. So and I Michael like, B. Jordan did Killmonger. Why couldn't they get? I'm sure it was just scheduling. Yeah. Because they got yeah. everyone they could. Well, Seems you can like guess why they didn't get ScarJo, right? Things were already headed south on that. You think? I'm I'm sure she was already upset about the delay of the movie and it uh, seems like some bridges were probably already being burned at that juncture. Yeah. That's too bad. Um, I don't know. Standout characters were I, in that whole thing. I, I think every episode really piqued my interest. I don't think there was one that was, I don't even like zombies that much. And I was, I thought that one was good. Although the ending of it was just like, well, this is sad. The zombie one yeah. I was not one of my favorites. Not I that think it was I would bad, it, but I think it was lower than a lot of the other ones. I would definitely put it at the bottom just because I'm less interested in that fiction at this point in time. Um, yeah, the Killmonger one didn't really land for me. No. It yeah. Where it was interesting to do the whole like, was, what if he had a chance to be a hero kind of thing? It's like, uh, eh, didn't matter, I guess. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was. It's that the the twist didn't really feel interesting to me. And in he fact, still... like, the character really only felt like he got the full arc at the very end of the last episode, right? Yeah. 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 Like he needed that part at the end to feel like he got a thing in his own episode. I definitely felt better when they brought him back. I was like, oh, interesting. Like the Watcher doesn't care if they're heroes or not. He just wants the best of the best. Right, well, as yeah. evidenced by him working with Omega Evil Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Omega Evil Doctor Strange uh, wasn't actually evil. Well, at the end, he wasn't, right? 
right? He's willing to sit on a pocket universe for all of eternity. I don't think you can not be considered a hero at that point. You know, there are actions and consequences, you know, it's like he, he finally saw the end result of his own actions and had a change of heart. Right. Yeah. But I don't think you can call him a good guy anytime before that. I wouldn't call him a good guy, but the Punisher's not a good guy either. Sure. True. Uh, I think the Doctor Strange one is my standout. And like, I, I always thought Doctor Strange was kind of smarmy and I liked him in the Marvel Universe a little bit, but he doesn't play that big a role yet. Uh, he will obviously going forward probably. Yeah, it's it's coming. Um, but like this episode that they wrote for him to explore, like what his character obviously it, this adds to this is like the only piece of real canon right that's in this entire thing is that his canon self gets dragged out to deal with Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you said. I, I think uh, I really did enjoy T'Challa in this, just because of how like fun and carefree he was compared to the Black Panther character that we've seen him in before. Yeah. But I, again, I, I mean, similar dude. to the Star Wars ones, it's like you could almost pick any of them, and I don't think I could argue with you for them being your favorite. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> seeing. Uh, Thanos in a Ravager uniform. I mean, oh my god, so good. Well, seeing seeing Thanos show up and immediately get cut in half <laughs> by Ultron. <laughs> yeah, it's like Thanos, like, Thanos, like, Thanos walks in and Ultron's just like, Zoop. <laughs> oh, interesting. I'll take those. <laughs> Ultron also seems to not understand the power of the Time Stone. I don't know what it is about all the villains not being like. Johnny on the spot with the time stone. You know, it's also almost like when you write a impossibly powerful MacGuffin, it kind of makes telling stories really hard. Well, they, they gave themselves kind of an out in this one, uh, or, or, or it, it made it, it heightened the irony of him not realizing it because he, there's a, that major plot point in the story where they can't destroy his stones because each universes are unique. Which I thought was funny because then... if you if you remember in Loki, uh, in like the second episode, spoilers oh, for Loki, the drawer full. where they got the drawer full of Infinity Stones, it's like oh yeah, those are like paperweights around here, and so you'd think like if the Infinity Stone went to a different universe, it would like not be worthwhile because there's Infinity Stones in that universe. I guess that they don't because the the um, they're kind of outside time, aren't they? Yeah, they that, none of the magic works there or whatever. Yeah, yeah the uh, the thing that I think is interesting, it, you know, the it, well, so that's half of the twist, right? And the other half is that oh, the reason all of the time stuff wasn't working is because Strange had the time stone, also, right? Yeah, right. I liked that. He had I, a competing time stone. I really liked that. That like at least that part of it was like oh, when they try to affect time, he's he's outside of it because he has the other one. That was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I assume I, there's more of this coming. So there, this actually, the first season was supposed to be an episode longer. Oh. Um, originally, it was supposed to be a 
10 episode first season and there is um a 10 episode second season that was supposedly in the works but they had to cut the 10th episode of the first season it wasn't done in time and they moved it to the second season and the second season is now also reduced to nine episodes does that 10th episode explain why he grabbed gamora (laughs) i don't know i'm assuming it's gotta be the it's gotta be the gamora iron man episode right where he drops in on them trying to make the infinity gauntlet yeah you would you would think so because like why else are they there right like yeah that seemed that he shows up somewhere and it's like who are these guys yeah that one felt kind of jarring it was noticeable i assumed it was one of those things where they're like yeah we could just create whoever we we want because it's what if right like if he had shown up and grabbed shang chi and an eternal and a whole bunch of other people that we hadn't seen before it still kind of wouldn't matter because the watcher can see everything Oh, um, like I wasn't. I didn't feel like it ruined the story or anything, but it ruined the like the band getting back together nature of the episode. It definitely felt like he was like adding all the that, rest of yeah. the people that you knew, right? Yeah, definitely felt like that. Well, we'll see. I don't think yeah, they have a release that, date for season two, so I'm super interested so. because they can't do the thing that like really drew me into this again because now I know it's not an anthology show. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it was mm, supposed to be, yeah. and now it's not. Well, it that could be. The only... At the end, when they started having like two, you know, cliffhanger endings, and like the next one carries on from the last one, I didn't realize it was going to be like that. I was like, "Oh my god, they're doing like second parts that are carrying on from the first part. These things are all actually connected instead of being separate." That's like you can't do that trick again. I know now. Yeah, you got to move on to the next trick. Yeah, and of course, right? Infinite things. Who knows? There could be. 10 million interesting tricks to do in a multiverse of infinite size, right? I have a feeling the next season deals a lot more with maybe some of the newer shows and, and uh, movies we'll be seeing soon. Yeah. You got to imagine, you know, Eternals is going to be a big push for them here at the end of this. Shang-Chi did extremely well. I'm sure they'll be interested to bring that in. I mean, you'll even have Spider-Man at that point. I think by the time the second season comes out, so they'll probably have planned some of that in there. Yep. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I will say, but I did, I did have one favorite moment that stood out um, as much as, as Marvel is known for characters having one liners in, <laughs> in their properties, the line from the watcher to Ultron that you cannot compute the power of my will. That was good. Mm-hmm. Just a great line. I'm really glad that Jeffrey Wright got something to do other yes. than say, I am yeah. the Watcher. Yeah, it felt like a, a waste of casting him, right? When all he did was do the intro every episode. You're just like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. Well, uh, I was on a plane. And so I played things you can play on a plane. If you guys want to hear a little bit about some games that you shouldn't play. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Played bad ones. Well, I've had Apple Arcade for a little while. Um, I've slowly whittled through some games I haven't even talked about because I tried them and didn't like them within minutes. Um, but these were some quick hits that I thought I would talk about real, real fast that uh, I tried on the airplane and I tried to give them a fair shot. 
And uh, I don't know that I'll continue. Uh, continuing its tradition of disappointment, JJ. Mm. Game of Thrones. Shocker. <laughs> There's a game out there called Tale of Crows. Which ends up being kind of a background text adventure. Uh, you could call it maybe an idle game. A little bit. Okay. Um, where you make decisions. And the game is doing stuff in the background. The game even tells you to come back later. After you've made some decisions. What you have is. You're the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. You get Castle Black and some rangers and you can send the rangers out on rangings um and i thought i was really into this because the first time i i turned it on some beautiful piano versions of game of thrones music comes on like they've been redone for this game very clearly uh the first adventure in the game is like you're the first commander of the night's watch and you you go through the adventure and you actually actually slowly accidentally build the the oath of the you know like the night's watch oath that they all say mm-hmm. like you build that up in conversations and stuff like that um and that was really cool and then my progress got reset because they allow you to play this game from three different perspectives you can play it from the perspective of like the southern kingdoms, like say your first Lord Commander was a seven-pointed star like advocate person, or you could play it like you're from Winterfell, or you could play it like you're a wildling. Huh. And so I didn't quite understand what was happening. I ended up resetting my progress. Now everybody is like being mean to me because I'm a wildling. I was like, what is happening here? And so I had to like mm. cancel out the game and figure out what was going on. Um, and then I think, you know, I kept playing it over the course of the trip because it's an idle game and I just checked back in on it. And I'm, I think I'm on my fifth Lord Commander now and it might be my last. I was hoping to make it far enough into the game to like see what they did for the show and the movies and the books and all that, you know, if like that connected to the game somehow. But right now, I believe has that like thousand Lord Commanders later. So that yeah, I mean, I'm up to the point where the Black Fires are fighting the Targaryens for control of the throne. Oh, okay. Well, that's not like yeah, like maybe two generations to go. Then you're not that far off. So I might finish it out as the North and then quit. Assuming that it follows the timeline of the show, which is not guaranteed. But the it's like very much an idle game in in so much as like once you've done the two or three rangings that they allow you to do, they're all the, exactly the same. There's really no choices to make sometimes where you're just like go out and clear the trees from the wall. I've clicked that quest so many times now. Like mm-hmm. I just don't even I don't even care. I don't even want to click it anymore. <laughs> And like, no, it's not. And so you have to wait for the story beats to happen. But to get the story beats to happen, you have to do the all these idle game rangings of either track the wildlings, scout the north, or clear trees from the wall. And you do those a couple times, and then another story beat will happen. And like, you'll have to, and and it's not like I get a choice. Like, oh, uh, you know, these people from 
from High Gardener here and they wanna they wanna put septons at the wall. And it's like, okay, well I wanna say no, but the game only gives me like I don't really feel like that's a good idea or like hell yes. And it's like both of those are a yes though. Hmm. You're like, okay. So I'm just sort of like texting my way through history in a weird way at the wall. Uh so I don't know. I don't I don't think that's a good game. There you have I it. I give you permission to not continue playing it. It's fine. Okay. You're not going to miss anything. Uh, another game I'm trying out is called Guildlings. I'll report back, but uh, you're going to enjoy this little story about Guildlings. Are you ready? Because it's part of Apple Arcade, <laughs> and because they really, really want it to be tied into their game thing, it's tied to Game Center. All the other games, every single other game I've ever tried, if you can't get internet, you just get signed back into Game Center later. This one, if you can't sign into Game Center, you don't have a save game. Well, that seems fun. LOL. So, uh, I was about two hours into this game, which is actually kind of interesting. You are playing as a magic user person? But you have to do it through your phone. So your phone has stuck you in a protective bubble and you can't move until you finish your quest. So you have to fly a wisp around the world using your phone. Uh, it sounds like AR, but it's not. It's a, like a 3D game where you move things around. And you can move other people around too using the wisps. It's interesting I was going to give it a shot, and then uh, on my flight back, I couldn't play it anymore because I had no internet. Or not enough internet to load my game. Hmm. Seems problematic. Don't do that. Like, like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, there you have it. Uh, I think I'm going to play Fantasian next. Which okay. Is, which I is that? Ask, I wondered if you were going to talk about Fantasian. I was curious about that one. So this was it. These were the last three games on my Apple Arcade exclusives list. I've done a lot of them. Um, we talked a lot about What the Golf, which I have set aside actually. Uh, what the Golf decided to do AR type games towards the end. Hmm. Which uh, I physically can't play most of the time. Because, like, they require you to stand up and turn around and do stuff. I'm like, well, I'll never finish this because I never have time or energy or time alone. You know, like, I can't play an AR game on my phone while my kids are in the pool at swim class. You know what I mean? I can't be that guy in the corner spinning around doing stuff on my phone. Yeah. That's you not being self-centered enough to be that guy playing the AR game (laughs) on your phone at the swim class. Not that you couldn't. So you're just self-aware. All right. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm hitting it right now. Tale of Crows deleted. I'm not going to play Good it. Good move. And just like that, he uninstalls a bad phone game. I tried. I mean, I wanted to give it a shot. Anyway. Uh, I uninstalled World Flipper 2, so it's okay. Hey. High five through the internet, man. We're both making good decisions today. <laughs> I did that last week. 
but it's okay. okay. Well, yeah, so my I went through the like Apple Arcade exclusives. I've tried most of them. I didn't like a lot of them. You know, I have a a bunch of games that I have that are not Apple Arcade, and that's fine. I can keep those for later. But uh you know, with this whole like if they're gonna make me have to have internet to sign in and play, I'm gonna play Fantasia and just be done. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, Better choice. That'll be the end of my Apple Arcade subscription, very likely. I don't think I will evangelize it like I do the Xbox subscription. But that's my tale of games, not tale of crows. So I too, uh, I played some on an airplane. Yeah, I figured or we at least some phone game time in for everybody. <laughs> well, not phone game. So I, I pulled out something that I haven't touched in over a year and a half. Not a switch, I right? Took, I took my DS with me. Oh. To uh let me guess. To pre play Samus. No, you can't because I have your copy. What? Who? I was guessing if you were getting ready to play Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread. Well, I did start Metroid Dread. That's a different story though. Uh that's on the Switch though. Yeah. But isn't the the isn't that a sequel to a DS re-release? Yes. Uh no, not a re-release, a DS direct release. Oh. My bad. Okay, uh, okay. I'm no. sorry. I was a bad guess. Go ahead. Uh I played Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Hmm. And I had never, I had never played one of Luigi's Mansion games before. Uh, but I got this one on a real steep sale several months ago, uh, and had just been sitting on it because without going anywhere, I didn't really have much reason to use my DS. Yeah. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to play this for a while on the plane. Did you get a least... lot of street passes? Uh, I don't actually know. I didn't look to see. <laughs> uh, Spoiler in part, alert. Don't look. You didn't. You didn't get it. In part because. It lasted 20 minutes and then completely died on me. Oh, your battery. Turns out, when you don't use it for a year and a half, mm. the battery kind of goes kaput. Oh, man. I think a few charge cycles might fix that, no? It, it might. It might. So I played it on the way back. I plugged it into a portable battery and played it that way. Nice. I love that you can do um, that with the DS. Yes. Uh, good game. Good game. Okay. It's a fun. It's a fun little game to play as a like a, a travel game. Would you pick up the Switch Luigi's Mansion then? Based on oh, no, I might. I might give it a shot. I'll have to get a little farther into the game and see how how it holds up. That sounds good. But yeah, playing through the first two levels was was enjoyable. People love those games. Dark Moon. Guys I know. I know they're super popular, which is which is why I took a chance on picking it up in the first place. It's a it's an interesting pickup, and not to take your switch. I guess Dread hadn't come out before you left, right? My copy got delivered while I was gone. Yeah, yeah. Womp womp. Yep. My well, copy. I look forward is... to hearing about it yeah. next week, maybe. Yeah, I'll 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 take the time to talk about that next week. Yes, I will talk about. So let's preview. We're gonna preview some games for next week, Michael. Metroid Dread. Sign me up. Oh, wait. Are we previewing games for next week? Or are we oh, talking do we about mo- do we have a movie to watch? Yeah, we might have. It depends. I don't know. Do we feel that we want another break or is it time to get back in the robot again? I-, I could wait to talk about my game if we want to get in the robot. Sure. We did. We did promise the people. 
I don't know. I I want to do it, but I don't know that I want to do it. Just like Shinji, Andrew does not want to get back in the robot. I understand his feelings now. The movies have made me understand. So for the next week, Andy will be trying to run away from home, standing sadly on train platforms. Just call me Platform Andy. All right, let's do it. Okay. That's a commitment. I'm going to need the amount of time because it's going to break <laughs> it up in parts. Oh, boy. Okay, so next week, Ava 3.33. Is All that right. correct? Is that the right nomenclature? Yep. Yes. Okay. I'm not. I, is it you cannot? What you cannot advance? I believe it's you cannot redo. You cannot redo. We already did. You cannot advance. Okay. <sighs> we were gamers on Twitter. Hey. Where Please. else? Yeah, folks can find us on the internet at We Were Gamers on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us on there. It's a big help. If you want to find us on social media, we're at We Were Gamers on all the various platforms. And you can find this podcast, you know, on various your favorite podcasting service, Google, Amazon, Apple, whatever. I don't know. Uh Facebook, I guess, is a place which I don't know why people go there, but there you go. <laughs> oh. hmm. uh, Ouch. And you know, if you want to send us emails about our uh Star Wars rankings now that they're complete, uh you can send those to podcast at wewergamers.com. You can also find us, uh, you can also send us some good mail there about the uh, What If episodes and what you guys liked about them, because I'm curious what other people thought as well. Oh, hey, and uh, Carbon Scoring will be live by the time you hear this. So, Ooh. free free audio that it will have already come out as of the morning before this podcast. So, that one's all about the Bad Batch and toys. So... Good luck to you, JJ. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if I listen to it. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, it's a niche podcast, and that's fine with me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you. I'm sad that you guys weren't on the beach with me. Us too.